Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, gives them confidence and creates a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Good morning and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot and I'm really excited today because I've been joined by a lovely guest and her name is Hannah Bradley. So hi, Hannah, how are you? Hi, Lisa. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Thank you for agreeing to join me because we're going to have a lovely chat about your wardrobe and and kind of what you wear in your everyday life. But before we do that, please um, introduce yourself to everybody and tell people what you do. Okay, well, thank you very much for having me on the podcast, Lisa. Um, it's a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to talking to you. I am a mindset coach for business owners and ambitious women who have um, big dreams and big desires for themselves and their business. And they know they are meant for so much more than where they currently are, but are held back by things like imposter syndrome, um, lack of confidence, self-doubt, even things like compound. I call it comparisonitis, but constantly comparing yourself to others and thinking, oh, I'm never going to be as good as that. So in which case they're holding themselves back and keeping themselves very much within their comfort zone. And I help people step outside of that, release those blocks, those really deep subconscious blocks that they may have um, and step into that real brilliant version of themselves that they know deep down they are. I really like that word you just used, actually, com- comparatonitis. <laughs> and you know what? But it's so interesting, isn't it? Because women do it in everyday life, in, like you were talking about in their business. But also, from my perspective, they do it a lot in their clothing. Um, because they will either be watching something on the television and they see a celebrity and they think, oh, I really like that. Maybe I could try that. Or they'll see their friends wearing certain things and they think, oh, that's nice. Or they may even, you know, be looking through a magazine, everything like that. And what's really interesting from my perspective is we are all different. We're all individuals. Um, and if, you know, I can ask that question, you know, did, did somebody buy you, say, a garment or an accessory for a birthday present or a Christmas present? Um, and you kind of get it, don't you? And you open it up and go, oh, yes. 
thank you for that, with that kind of voice of really. And what actually happens is sometimes the person that buys that garment or, or accessory, whatever, they're buying it because it's their taste. And it's really interesting how this, this whole thing kind of goes into one. I think with the mindset with regarding clothing and you know, having a positive mindset, not having a negative mindset. And, and definitely, as women, we do compare ourselves to others. It could be the woman that you're, you know, walking down the high street behind and you think, oh, I like her shoes or, you know, everything like that. So I find that really interesting. And where you talk about mindset, I know you come at it from a different point, but mindset for me is huge with regarding to clothing because mindset is all about having a positive mindset. So I want people to open up their wardrobe and go, I love it. I absolutely love it. Rather than thinking, do you know what? I, I don't really like that one or I don't like that piece or I don't like that. So I have never spoken to you. So we need to tell everyone, don't we? Who's listening. <laughs> I have never spoken to you before about your wardrobe. So I, I haven't been preempted in any way, shape or form. So this conversation is going to be great because it's going to be me being able to ask you lots of questions. So what do, do you love your wardrobe? Let's start there. Do you love your wardrobe and what's in it? I would say I have a a bit of a, a love-hate and a seasonal relationship with my wardrobe probably. <laughs> so there are, there are some things that I love at sometimes some parts of the year and not necessarily even kind of summer clothes and summer and winter clothes and winter but it really depends how I'm feeling. I'm, I've kind of got my um, basics I suppose that I wear quite often and then I have a few really nice pieces of clothes um, that I love and they make me feel good but then also I sometimes get caught in the, um, either they're quite structured and fitted, so I don't want to be wearing that all the time. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, what you were saying, going back to what you were saying about how people um, compare themselves and their mindset of what they, how they feel with their own clothes. I was thinking, it's really interesting actually. I've had people who have bought me presents and I've very much gone, oh, that's lovely, thank you. <laughs> and then I have the panic of thinking, oh, God, should I like that? And should I be, should this be the fashion or the style that I like? And so then I try and force myself to wear it, but it's not me mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel good for me. And this is a massive point, a massive thing with mindset as well. Like you said, kind of we are all so individual and so unique and it's becoming confident enough to actually embrace your own individuality. And I'm not saying you have to be, I mean, this is, I'm not, this is your area of expertise, but it's not saying that you're completely like um, out there and crazy. But some people, there's some trends, aren't there, that are wonderful, look wonderful yeah. and amazing on some people. But if I wore them, I would feel so conscious and yep. so uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's really interesting because, you know, people say when they work with a stylist, um, first of all, are they going to end up looking like the stylist? Because does that stylist have like a one track mind, um, which is completely not at all. And also they're always really worried that working with a stylist, they're not going to be who they are at the end of it, that the stylist is going to um, make something of them that they're not. And it's really interesting because the stylist's job 
is to help inspire, encourage, motivate, and guide and, and educate as well. So it's very much about working, like we've just said, with the individual so that the individual feels comfortable at the end of whichever consultation the client decides to take. And what's really interesting is, yes, our job is definitely to open up the world of retailers or online retailers or maybe how to put an outfit together slightly differently. Our job is to push the boundaries a little bit, but not so far you push the boundary out that the person, you know, waits till you've left the room or you finish the consultation and changes everything back. That's not our job. Our job is to make that client feel comfortable and, and move it slightly. So you talked then as well, you spoke about structure. And it sounds like, so if yeah. you like kind of structure and a little bit more rigidity, it could mean that you are, you fall more into kind of a classic personality where you like a bit more traditional, you like a bit more um, structure, the heritage, all that type of thing. But it, but you can do that in a way, definitely, if you want to, you can use a denser fabric and really create structure. But then you said, I don't want to wear that all the time. And so then you can flip on, you can create formality in an unstructured way, which potentially will help you when you're not wanting to go too structured. So do you keep, um, do you have, <clears throat> I've got so many questions, I couldn't get them out quick enough. Um, do you have a work <laughs> wardrobe and a kind of a casual wardrobe or do you tend to morph both in together? How does your wardrobe work? Um, so it used to be more work and casual um, when I was working in an office. So, and that's, I suppose that's where my, my love, I guess, of kind of the more corporate structured clothes, yeah. nice yeah. shoes, dresses, tra tailored trousers, that kind of things come from. But then now being at home, I spend a lot of time sat down in front of, a, which I suppose I did in an office as well, but it's, it's different. And, and I'm at home, so I'm in a more relaxed yeah. environment and I like to look I mean, I know I've only, I've only got a t-shirt on today, but you kind of want to create that respectable image yep. on the top half. And I don't want to fall into that, um, the, the bracket of wearing the pajamas on the bottom. I have before, but I know I don't do it all the time, definitely. But it's finding that, um, I suppose, I, I have probably got more smart, the balance, yeah, where I'm still comfortable. And even if it is, um, I have a nice top on, but then more, more slightly less smart but comfortable bottoms I mean at the moment I've got some really nice I would say they're probably smartish but they're very relaxed cotton kind of wide leg three-quarter leg trousers yeah, yeah. three pants I'm not really sure what you'd call them that kind of a thing yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and so it's they're not leggings <laughs> interesting isn't it though how because of what's obviously gone on over the past year a lot of people's wardrobes has done a complete 360 as in you know whereas before it was almost like the if if you were working from you know in an office environment you were like five days office wear and then two days casual whereas a lot of it now is because the whole work ethos has changed whether you work for yourself or you you work for somebody else the ethos has changed and actually unless you wear a uniform it's reverted right to this whole casual environment, which is, you're absolutely right, you know, and, and I know clients that literally still, every day they got up, uh, they dressed as if they were going to work, even though they were sat in front of a screen or, or anything like that. 
So yeah. in your, do you find then, obviously, because of the, the role that you do as well, you don't need to look and don't want to look too structured. Otherwise, your clients won't necessarily open up to you anyway, because they'll see you as too official. So they, mm -hmm. the clothing that you wear, whether it be, you can still go formal in a structured way, but your fabrics can change to create a softer appearance. Do you find now that the clothes that you used to wear in an office environment, do you almost feel now they're a bit redundant in the role that you do now? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I do. And it is, like you said, it, it's finding that balance. And for me, it's again from a mindset point of view and I know it's similar for a lot of people like you were saying about people still getting up and still putting their work clothes on in the makeup and doing their hair like it's getting into that space yeah like you're feeling like I've got a job to do here I'm at work because it's very easy when you're at home to just wear your pajamas and not not worry about it and I think there's which some people do and I know it's completely fine but for me personally and I know a lot of other people you will almost need to make that effort and make that a little bit more um a little bit more of a thing about kind of getting ready i feel better then i know that then i feel like i'm almost have a bit more um credibility behind me as well because i am being professional i'm making an effort for my clients and although like say i'm not wearing a blazer and tailored trousers and stuff i would be wearing a nice top i would have put some makeup on i've done my hair and it's me making they're making an effort to come on a call with me and i'm making an effort to be as professional mm -hmm. as i can but like you say equally as approachable and friendly I suppose yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Welcome, yeah. you're absolutely right because though those first seven seconds of anybody meeting us whether we are um you know meeting somebody in a supermarket whether you're meeting somebody in a coffee shop or you're going to a business meeting that seven seconds is so important because someone will make a decision on whether you are friendly or whether you're approachable purely by what you're wearing. And that's why sometimes those fabrics that we use can create that softer look. So I, I kind of have to ask you the question then, where, where you kind of nodded and said, yes, some of those clothes now are redundant. Are they still sat in your wardrobe? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then from, from my point of view, okay, so then my question would be, do you think you will wear them again? Do you think you'll ever go back to that kind of environment where you might wear those? Or are they potentially some dresses that you know you could flip for a different occasion? So it goes back to having a different thought pattern, as in, Will I ever wear them again at all, full stop? So if I'm not, then really they shouldn't be in the wardrobe because they create a different mindset. If you think, yeah. actually, do you know what? I might not wear them for, for work or seeing a client, but that dress could look nice if I changed it with some jewellery or accessories for maybe a wedding, or it would look lovely for, I don't know, a more formal meal if I'm going out. Are you at, at that point, or have you ever thought about that? with those items i have and i have actually done that so i've got a couple of dresses in particular exactly like you said that are very plain and simple kind of very nice almost classic dresses yeah. but, like an LK worn dress, but they are sorry a bit like an lk bennett type of dress yes exactly that kind of thing yeah. yes um so I can wear it in an office but then with maybe just some 
like a nice court shoe or something but then I'd wear it to a wedding with more of a, a strappy sandal and some nice earrings yeah. and yeah. stuff or something like that and it's there have been, I have got a few things in my wardrobe that I've definitely worn in the office and I'm just thinking now even about kind of um blouses and nice trousers and things even for when we can one day in the future n networking events and that kind of thing when I am in yeah. a bit more of a corporate outside my home environment then yes there would still be occasions that I would wear them so I'm not sure if I'm at the level at, I'm not sure I'm quite ready yet to get rid of them but you have made me think maybe yeah. I should go and have a look because I'm sure there's things in there that I'm not thinking about that I'll look at and be like oh god I'm never going to wear that now <laughs> yeah and, and do you know what really is really interesting uh what we spoke about you know the job of a stylist and what we're there to do we're also there to ask the questions and, and, and not a question in a bad way, but just to make you think. So, you know what, we've, we've done this as a podcast, you know, and you've kindly come on as a guest. And, and what's really interesting, I really hope that after we finish, you kind of think, wow, you know, I might go and have a look at those dresses or, or actually, you know, that type of thing. Because a stylist's job is to be thought provoking. It is, you know. Um, so would you say you your wardrobe has more workwear or are you almost a, a bit of a split now so you're kind of more casual and and kind of the workwear so just i suppose the question is as well is does your work wardrobe now work for you well in the role you do and obviously the fact that you're at home i would say on the whole yes it does i would say it's probably quite evenly split perhaps slightly more casual than workwear but then maybe I'm just trying to think about it now, I've become more aware that I almost need a bit more of that smarter casual wear. So it's not, I've got, I was the, you know, the classic lockdown cliche of got into exercising and doing all these things. So I've got a lot of active leisure wear. <laughs> so like leggings and nice, nice big jumpers, which obviously are very relaxed, comfy wear that I wouldn't necessarily wear for um, a client call, that kind of thing. But I do have a lot of that. And then I have a few staples that I would wear when I'm on calls with clients so actually it's made me think that probably I wear the, that kind of thing more often so maybe I should maybe there is a bit of a, a balance around I can do somewhere between really nice smarter corporate wear the nice <laughs> comfy relaxed active wear and a little bit of my day-to-day -day smarter casual wear yeah but actually maybe I could expand that that a little bit more and it's interesting because I get asked an awful lot about how do you create smart casual? It's, it's one of those whole things, you know, people go, I can either do formal or I can do really casual, but I can't do that smart casual. And, and because everybody asked me about it, funnily enough, the previous episode of the podcast was called Mastering Smart Casual. And it just gave people hints and tips on, on the certain garments that you can use to just elevate some of that casual wear, but also bring down some of the other wear that you've got. Um, do you love um, summer clothes more than autumn, spring, summer, more than autumn, winter? Where, where does your love sit? Um, yes, I think I am more summery, summer clothes, I'd say. And I enjoy, I enjoy, I really like kind of a, a floaty dress with like some nice trainers, that kind of look and a denim jacket. Yeah, that kind that's, of, that's so kind interesting. That's just so interesting because yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I hate I hate spring summer clothes. It's just not my. As soon as that oh, really? season, 
blips you know in kind of when you go through the shops in like august september time and you see all these knitwear and the coats and i kind of go oh <laughs> and then as soon as the come in and, and i'm a bit like oh, okay it, and it doesn't light me up as much i think it's really interesting isn't it how we're again see, it goes back to individuality you know i prefer autumn winter the clothing the styles the the kind of layering effect, everything like that. I love at the moment, obviously, all the dresses for summer. And I think because there's such an emphasis on dresses of where all lengths, whether they're just above the knee, whether they're midi, whether they're full length, you will be in your element this summer, definitely. And for you, they're such an unsung hero, the dress. So you'll be able to pop it on. You'll be able to, I don't know, go for a walk on the beach, whether you, behind a Zoom camera, you'll always look good in a dress even if you're shopping in you know you're going to Sainsbury's or Waitrose or anything like that the dress is just perfect I think for for actually for both seasons but they're working brilliantly for this spring summer it's just I find it very easy to almost kind of dress the same dress up or down yep as well which makes yeah very best and when you were saying about the bigness I do obviously love all that kind of winter things but I think as I like the summer because there is the option of dresses and then even just the, like midi skirts and like some nice wide leg trousers, that kind of thing. But then, then in the winter, I find that I get quite stuck in just wearing trousers, whether it's just jeans or something. And then I find jeans with like a nice big like knit and a, or a nice jumper. But then I find that my winter wardrobe just gets a bit samey. Maybe I need to be a bit more adventurous with. Where you inject different colours. So for the next, you know, inject a yeah. colour, inject maybe a different handbag, inject some texture, all, all that type of thing. So um, I have absolutely loved talking to you today. And it's, it is one of those things when you start talking about wardrobes and we kind of, you can get really excited because there's so many questions to ask you. Um, but I've absolutely loved talking to you today. I really appreciate you coming um, and talking to me about your wardrobe because, bless you, I had not given you any questions before. So it was, it was lovely. <laughs> you know, it's lovely because that, this is exactly how we work with a client. And, and that's what's lovely. You know, we, we talk to them, we get them to chat a little bit about what they're thinking and whatever. So before we close off the podcast, um, Hannah, where can people find you if they want to have a chat with you about obviously your, your skills and your expertise? Where can they find you? Uh, thank you, Lisa. Well, it's been a pleasure as well. I've really enjoyed talking to you too. Um, I mainly hang out on Instagram, so I have been a bit quiet over the last few days because I've been in Cornwall, but Instagram is probably the, the best place you can find me. And I'm Hannah underscore Bradley underscore coaching. Um, I also have a website, which is www.hannahbradleycoaching.uk. Um, yeah, but if you, probably Instagram is the best place to find me. Pop on over. Um, yeah, and I'd love to Love to speak to you if you would like any help or just just lovely to speak to people anyway <laughs> you know what isn't it always the way now everyone's just like it's just lovely to speak to everybody because the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've done it for however many months over zoom it's really interesting because yeah. you and I obviously met on Clubhouse, so we we didn't actually see each other. We we were obviously you know very voice orientated and everything like that. 
So it's been absolutely lovely. And thank you so much for um, opening up about your wardrobe and, and everything else. So thank you everybody for listening. I hope you've enjoyed um, episode 12 of this week's podcast. Um, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.